Bases podcast here for a special episode, special week. It is conference tournament week. And this is this is what it's come down to in college softball. We're getting into the meat and the good stuff for the season. Um, so, you know what? Let's not waste any time. Let's just go ahead and dig right in, shall we? First, a little Team USA news. Uh, they took on San Diego Thursday night at San Diego, obviously. Um, and four runs in the fourth inning led Team USA to the 5 nothing win at San Diego. Also, they took on, um, they were at Loyola Marymount last night. Um, and they took them down 9-1 to in 10 innings. And the game was closer than that. Um, ultimately, the offense just finally got some momentum going. Um, and they were able to break it open. But they still have one more game. Um, they will play at Cal State Northridge on Sunday night. And I'll have... The recap of that one on Sunday when I record after the selection show. Um, so, at least Team USA is getting some games in. Now we're just uh, we're about a little under two and a half months until the uh, Olympics. Looking forward to seeing what Team USA can do in that. Um, hopefully, watch the games. You know, I know it's going to be early early in the morning, but, or late at night, depending on what time they play, but we'll just have to see how it works out, and we'll cover it one way or the other. We do have a couple conference champions already. Uh, the Michigan locked up the Big Ten with their uh, series at Minnesota. Um, I knew it would come down to Michigan-Minnesota, but I didn't realize um, Michigan would already have it wrapped up with one week in the regular season for the Big Ten. Um, but, you know, the Wolverines have a great one-two combo in the circle with Bobian and Starocco. Um, their lineup is pretty solid as well. And, you know, they were selected as a predetermined host, potentially. I don't think they'll get a national seed. Um... But they are a very good team, and their pitching can definitely uh, take them past the regionals. Um, the other one, the Mountain West Conference, Fresno State, took the t crown. Um, not exactly surprising, um, but UNLV at least made it a tight race, even though the race is now over with one week left. You know, um, Fresno State's been a very good team as of in recent memory. Thankfully, now we get the opportunity to see what they can do in the postseason. I hope they make some noise. We'll have to wait until Sunday to see what the bracket looks like, uh, see where they're headed. Um, but I'm looking forward to seeing what the Bulldogs can bring out for the tournament. All right. Some conference tournaments have already started. Um, let's talk about the Atlantic Sun real quick. 
um, uh, Alyssa Billadell, uh shut down, uh, Billadell, excuse me, shut down North Florida as Jacksonville took a one nothing series lead on the road in a 2 to nothing game one victory on Friday. Then North Florida forced a winner-take-all game, oh, excuse me, on Saturday. Uh, then North Florida forced a winner-take-all game on Sunday in a 5-2 win over Jacksonville in Game 2. Ultimately, it came down to Game 3, and uh, Jacksonville won Game 3 and was able to advance to this weekend with a 2-0 win at North Florida. Oh, it was Saturday. Whatever. <clears throat> um, but Jacksonville was able to take out North Florida and advance to the final four this weekend so we'll have more on the Atlantic Sun tournament as this week goes on um, Bree Dickey's homer and Melanie Bennett's 10 strikeouts led Kennesaw State to the one nothing lead uh, over North Alabama in 2-1 game one win um, later that day Kennesaw State finished the job to advance um, to the next or to this week in a nine to one five inning win over North Alabama. So Kennesaw State will be playing at home in the final four this week. So the good the Owls are a solid team. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing what they can do at on their home turf in the tournament. <clears throat> Amber Bishop's double lifted Liberty to the one nothing win over Lipscomb to take the one nothing series lead on Friday. Then in game two, Lipscomb forced game uh, forced game three on Saturday with an eight to seven eight inning win over Liberty in game two. And Liberty had to keep coming back in that game. Lipscomb was on the front foot the entire game, um, but ultimately Lipscomb was able to forced the game three on Saturday, which Liberty then cruised um, to the victory in the eight nothing six inning win over Lipscomb on Saturday, thus bringing Liberty into the next week. And lastly, Florida Gulf Coast took down Stetson five to two in game one to take that one nothing series lead. And then Florida State, uh, Florida Gulf Coast, excuse me, gets the walk off to advance in the 11th to win their uh, the game two one to nothing. <clears throat> so your final four in the Atlantic Sun, you got uh, Jacksonville, Kennesaw State, Liberty, Florida Gulf Coast. The matchups for the uh, for Thursday in the first two games, I believe, are um, Liberty Jacksonville and Kennesaw State Florida Gulf Coast might be wrong on that but I will tell you about that on Wednesday night's episode looking ahead to the next day but anyway the MAAC as I call it or the Metro At Athletic Ath Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference excuse me uh, their tournament was set, and their quarterfinal round began this past weekend with series, much like the Atlantic Sun tournament. Uh, your one seed was Monmouth, your two was Canisius, your three was Iona, your four was Fairfield, your five was Siena, six Manhattan, seven Ryder, and... Or s uh-huh, interesting. 
seven Ryder, and eight was Marist. Um, like I said, it was the same format as the Atlantic Sun Tournament, with the quarterfinal round being the best of three series um, over the weekend, and then the top four advanced to the championship this week, hosted by the highest remaining seed. Um, so let's dive into that. The eighth-seeded Marist Red Foxes held off the regular season champs Monmouth to take the one nothing game one or one nothing series lead in game one. Marist then later finished it off or finished the upset, winning game two six to one to knock out Monmouth in advance to the next weekend. Huge upset. Um, Monmouth won the regular season title. You would think they would have moved on into the the next weekend and hosted but that is not the case Marist played spoiler and did an absolutely solid job of getting the job done so kudos to the Red Foxes for that win Fairfield held off Siena in the 7th to take one nothing series lead in game 1 and then Fairfield held off Siena once again to win 5-2 to two and advance to the championship round next week, or this week, excuse me. Um, so the Fairfield Stags are moving on. Nicole Williams' 11 strikeouts led Manhattan to the 6-2 win at Iona to take a 1-0 series lead in Game 1. Iona then forced the game two on Sunday with a three to one win over Manhattan on Saturday, which set up that winner take all game three. And Manhattan had two players with four RBIs as they advanced with the 11 to five win at Iona in game three. The Manhattan Jaspers. And the last one. Ryder won 4-3 at Canisius to take the 1-0 series lead in Game 1. Canisius then went on to force a Game 3 on Sunday with a 4-2 win in Game 2. And then Canisius came back to advance and will host the championship round this week, this weekend in a 7-5 win over Ryder in Game 3 on Sunday. So your final four in the Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference is Canisius, uh, the Canisius Eagles. No, no, they're the Canisius Golden Griffins, I believe. Um, the uh, Fairfield Stags, the Manhattan Jaspers, and the Marist Red Foxes. <clears throat> the Southland Tournament field was set. The one seed, Stephen F. Austin, two, Central Arkansas, three, McNeese State, four, Northwestern State, five, Southeastern Louisiana, six, Houston Baptist, seven, Sam Houston, and eight, Abilene Christian. So tomorrow we have four games in the Southland Conference. Um, our first game is... Uh, the seven seed Sam Houston will take on the six seed Houston Baptist at noon on ESPN Plus. Houston Baptist won that series at or won the season series at Sam Houston two to one, and I expect Houston Baptist to get the win here. Um, these first two games are single elimination, not double. Just saying. Then at uh, 2.30 on ESPN Plus, Abilene, the 8-seed Abilene Christian will take on the 5-seed Southeastern Louisiana. 
uh, Southeastern Louisiana won the series at home against Abilene Christian 2-1. Funny enough, Southeastern Louisiana is hosting uh, the Southland Tournament, and I expect them to take down Abilene Christian. Um, so then... Then at, uh, I believe, 5 o'clock... Uh, McNeese State will play the winner of game one between Sam Houston and Houston Baptist. I say Houston Baptist will win that. Um, and McNeese State didn't play Houston Baptist this season. They did um, sweep at Sam Houston, though. Um, but I don't think it matters who wins. I think McNeese, McNeese State proved this season that they are a very difficult team to play, and McNeese State will advance to Wednesday. And then the last game of the day, um, Northwestern State will take on the winner of Abilene Christian, Southeastern Louisiana. Uh, Northwestern State won the series at home against Southeastern Louisiana 2-1 and didn't play Abilene Christian this season. Um, I'm going to take, since I say Southeastern Louisiana will win game one or their first game I think they will upset Northwestern State because they're on their home field and move on to Wednesday live to fight another day so that's the Southland the SWAC tournament is set East 1 seed Jackson State West 1 Texas Southern East 2 Alabama State West 2 Prairie View A&M East 3, Alabama A&M, West 3, Grambling State, East 4, Alcorn State, and West 4, Southern. So the first game of that will be at 10 a.m. today. Uh, Grambling will take on, uh, Grambling State will take on Alabama State. They didn't meet this year. I'm not 100% um, on who is the better team in this matchup uh, so I'm not going to make any predictions on this um, I'll just leave it or until we recap it tomorrow uh, second game of the day at 1 o'clock Alabama A&M takes on Prairie View A&M Prairie View A&M won the season series at home 2-1 to one, and that is why I'm going to take Prairie View A&M to win that game Third game at 4 o'clock, Alcorn State will take on Texas Southern. Texas Southern swept the season series at home, so I'm going to say Texas Southern advances to the next round or to the next game. This is double elimination, by the way. All double elimination. And lastly, at 7 o'clock, you got Southern and Jackson State. They didn't play each other this year. Uh, but I expect Jackson State to pull out the win in that game. The big one, the SEC tournament field is set. The one seed Florida, two seed Arkansas, three seed Alabama, four seed Missouri, five LSU, six Kentucky, seven Tennessee, eight Ole Miss, nine Mississippi State, ten Texas A&M, eleven Georgia, twelve Auburn, and thirteen South Carolina. So there's only one game tomorrow for the SEC tournament. 
South Carolina will take on Auburn at 7 on the SEC Network. They didn't play each other this year. I know South Carolina looks somewhat decent as of late, but I think Auburn's the better team. Auburn has the better pitching, and I do believe Auburn will advance to uh, take on LSU in the quarterfinals. So there's that for the SEC. In the last tournament that I have set for to, uh, that starts tomorrow or tonight, rather, the Sun Belt Conference. Your one seed Louisiana, two seed Texas State. Your three is Troy, four South Alabama, five App Appalachian State, six UTA, seven Georgia Southern, eight Coastal Carolina, nine Louisiana Monroe, and ten Georgia State. So there's two Sun Belt games to kick off the tournament tomorrow. This is double elimination the entire way. SEC is single elimination. Uh, Sun Belt uh, to kick off the day at 11 a.m. on ESPN Plus. Louisiana Monroe will take on Coastal Carolina, and Louisiana Monroe actually won the series season series at home two to one. Unfortunately, I think Coastal Carolina will win that game and advance in the winner's bracket. And then the afternoon cap, or the later, the second game, uh, Georgia State and Georgia Southern at 2 on ESPN+. Georgia Southern swept at Georgia State, and I fully expect um, Georgia Southern to come out and win this game again, so... I got Georgia Southern advancing. So those are your tournaments for tomorrow in the look at the field and some of my predictions for how things are going to turn out. Now let's look at the Pac-12 standings since they still have a week left. Utah sits in 9th at 2-19. and 19. Oregon State 8th, 5-16. and 16. Cal 7th, 3-8. and 8. Stanford 6th, 8-10. and 10. Oregon 5th, 11-10. Arizona State 4th, 12 and 9. Arizona 3rd, 12 and 7. Washington 2nd, 16 and 4. And UCLA is on top, 16 and 2. So it comes down to UCLA and Washington for the Pac 12 title. Uh, UCLA plays Arizona. I think Washington plays Stanford this weekend. Um, but I'll we can deal with that when it comes up later in the week. Other conferences without conference tournament standings, um, Cal State Fullerton's on top of the Big West at 21-0, Long Beach State's behind them in second at 19-2, and, and the West Coast Conference is using the Ken Palm rankings across all of their um, sports this year, um, so BYU is ranked first in that with Loyola Marymount right behind them in second. That having been said, let's recap the week up to this point, minus the Atlantic Sun and Metro Atlantic Athletic Conferences tournaments. So the recap. Mississippi State held off Tennessee 2-1 to to take Game 1 of a doubleheader in makeup for their series that was postponed. Mississippi State then got the doubleheader sweep with the 6-2 win in Game 2. Huge win, a huge doubleheader win for Mississippi State. 
I certainly didn't expect them to pull it off. Um, but we'll get into a minute why Mississippi State is very hot at the right time. UCLA took down Long Beach State 5-1 to one in Game 1 thanks to Rachel Garcia's 10 strikeouts. Then they cruised to the win in Game 2 in a 10-2 5-inning win. Odyssey Alexander's 11 strikeouts led JMU to a big 3-0 win over Charlotte. Alex Storacco's 22, yeah, that's right, you heard me right, 22 strikeouts. Plus, Lexi Blair's homer lifted Michigan to the 1-0 9-inning win over Michigan State. Uh, Alabama downs Ole Miss 8-0 in 5 innings in their series opener on Thursday. Stony Brook crushes UMBC 11-2 in 5 innings in Game 1 to open their series Friday. UMBC scored 3 in the 7th to even the series at Stony Brook in a 3-2 win with everything all on the line for the regular season champion on Saturday. St. Joseph's hands uh, Fordham their first Atlantic 10 loss in 10-0 six-inning win thanks to seven runs in the sixth. Ohio State scores 11 in the fourth to down Illinois 12-0 in five innings in their game one series opener. Ohio State took the 2-0 series lead at Illinois with a 5-1 win in game two. Valerie Cagle's 10 strikeouts led Clemson past Syracuse 4-2 in their series opener. Iowa took down Nebraska 1-0 to open their series. Purdue took down Northwestern 7-3 in their series opener. Shelby Walters and Claire Davidson combined for a Duke no-hitter over NC State 10-0 in five innings to win their series opener. Tennessee opens their series at home with Missouri with a 4-0 win. South Florida takes the series opener at Central Florida in 2-0 win. Charla Eccles' three-run walk-off homer lifts Florida past Texas A&M 5-3 in their series opener. LSU walked it off against Auburn 2-1 in their series opener. Cami Copson walks it off as Pitt upset Florida State in their series opener 6-5 at home. Mississippi State opens their series at home against Georgia with a 4-2 win. Kentucky holds off, uh, held off South Carolina to open their series with a win 4-3. Tier Tara McGowan walks it off as Oregon takes the opener with Arizona 2-1. Oklahoma State holds off Oklahoma to win the series opener of Bedlam 6-4. Leanna Johnson's 10 strikeouts outduel Olivia Lackey's 13 strikeouts in Troy's 1-0 win over South Alabama. Sierra Bryan's single lifted Louisiana to the series win over Louisiana Monroe in 8-6 win. Alabama ensures the series win over Ole Miss with an 11-7 win. Michigan takes the series opener at Minnesota 3-0. An error in the first gave Oregon State the 1-0 opening win over Arizona State. Gabby Plains' 10 strikeouts led Washington over Utah 8-0 in 6 innings. UMBC wins the American East regular season title with a 4-1 win at Stony Brook to open Saturday. So UMBC is the one seed in the American East tournament. Stony Brook's the two. 
Jalen Vickery's homer and four RBIs helped Illinois avoid the sweep from Ohio State in 7-2 Game 1 win. Then Ashley Prince's two-run homer in the sixth lifted Ohio State to the series win at Illinois in a 2-1 win. Montana Fouts' 12 strikeouts led Alabama to the sweep at home against Ole Miss in a 6-1 win. St. Joseph's hands Fordham another loss with a 6-0 win in Game 1. Fordham gets back in the win column with a 7-1 win in Game 2. Nebraska evens the series at Iowa with a 4-0 win in Game 1. Ultimately, it was the only game on Saturday since the second one got postponed to Sunday. UNCG powers their way to a 9-1 five-inning win over Western Carolina in Game 1. And then they provided the exact same result in Game 2 to guarantee the series win. Clemson wins Game 1 at Syracuse 4-2. Then Syracuse walked it off in Game 2 to avoid the sweep. Grace Vesco's 10 strikeouts led St. Francis to 3-1 Game 1 win at LIU. St. Francis gets the win in Game 2 with a 2-0 win as well. Anna Shellnut is the hero as Florida State evens the series at Pitt with a 5-4 comeback win in Game 1 on Saturday. A wild pitch and a bunt walked it off for Central Florida to even their series with South Florida in 4-3 win in Game 1. Central Florida then took a 2-1 series lead over South Florida with a 9-1 five-inning win in Game 2. Mississippi State ensures the series win with another 4-2 win against Georgia. Missouri evens the series at Tennessee with a 7-4 win. Kentucky gets the series win against South Carolina with a 6-3 win. Mallory Payton walks it off in the 8th to give Kentucky the sweep 3-2. Louisiana Monroe avoids the sweep at Louisiana with a 2-1 win. Michigan wins Game 1 10-4 at Minnesota in Game 1. Michigan wins the series at Minnesota with a 3-1 win in Game 2, thus clinching the Big 10 title and their automatic berth to the NCAA tournament. Florida takes down Texas A&M 4-0 to ensure the series win. Texas ensures their series win with a 6-0 win at Baylor. South Alabama holds off Troy to split their two-game series with a 7-6 win. Kelly Lynch's three-run homer is enough to lift Washington over Utah 6-4 in Game 1. Duke easily takes down NC State uh, 7-0 in Game 1, and then Duke won the series with a 4-2 win in Game 2. Brooke Yanez's 12 strikeouts lift Oregon past Arizona 1-0 in Game 1. Arizona avoids a potential sweep with a 4-3 win in Game 2. Bedlam is even as Oklahoma holds off Oklahoma State 6-4. Auburn holds off LSU to even the series in a 9-5 win. St. Francis wins series at LIU with an 11-0 five-inning win in Game 1 on Sunday. St. Francis was able to get the sweep of LIU with a 7-5 win in Game 2. Central Florida won their series. Oh, so that Central uh, St. Francis will be hosting the Northeast Conference Tournament because of that. So they're the one seed. Central Florida wins the series at home against South Florida with a 2-0 win. Fantastic job by the Knights recovering.
I did see Gianna Mancha pitch one game, so maybe she's getting back into the fold as the conference tournament begins later this week. So hopefully she's able to go, and because they definitely need her arm in the circle if they want a hope of winning the American title and doing some damage in the tournament, NCAA tournament. Aaliyah Logaleo, she had a double, three home runs, and 10 RBIs. 10 RBIs. Which led Clemson to the ACC regular season title in Clemson's 19-2 five-inning win over Syracuse. That's one of those stats that is absolutely incredible to look at. 10 RBIs is just uh, it's, it's absolutely beautiful offensively. Like, you take her away, they still would have won 9-2. to But, it I mean, that's just offensive genius. Anyway, St. Joseph's wins the series at Fordham with a 9-1 to six-inning win on Sunday. Uh, Sunday. This led St. Joseph's to hosting the Atlantic 10 tournament this week, even though they're the two-seed. Uh, Fordham dropped to the three seed, so they'll basically play each other again on Thursday. So, uh, Julia Cottrell walked it off for Florida to sweep AM and clinch the one seed in the SEC tournament 6 5. UNCG sweeps Western Carolina with a 5 0 win and will host the Southern Conference tournament as the one seed. Duke sweeps at NC State with a 12-7 win, which I didn't expect. I thought NC State would put up more of a fight in this series, being at home against Duke. Um, but I was proven wrong, so it's not the first time, won't be the last time, but it happens. Uh, Missouri holds off Tennessee to win this series in a 5-3 win. Absolutely a fantastic win for Missouri. Um going on the road into Knoxville and getting a series win is very impressive. I know it's not easy to win in Tennessee at all, um, but congrats to the Missouri Tigers for getting the job done. Very interesting end to Bedlam as uh, Oklahoma got the series win and the one seed um, over Oklahoma State in an 11-8 victory. So Oklahoma's the one in the Big 12 tournament. Oklahoma State's the two. Um, the Big 12 tournament's kind of funny. Um, we'll talk about that on Thursday night when we preview the Big 12 tournament. Um, Iowa takes the 2-1 to series lead against Nebraska with a 6-1 to win in Game 1. Allison Ducey's 11 strikeouts uh, give... Or no, Allison Ducey had 11 strikeouts in that Game 1. Iowa then won the series with a 4-1 to win over Nebraska in Game 2. Taylor Pleasant's Grand Slam lifted LSU to the series win at home against Auburn in a 4-1 to win. Like I said, Auburn's playing some really good softballs of late. That's why I think they'll take down South Carolina, <laughs> thus forcing a rematch against LSU in the quarterfinals. But 
We'll talk about that tomorrow night. Uh, Texas swept Baylor with a five to nothing win. Mississippi State held off Georgia four to three to get the sweep at home, staying hot. They've won seven in a row. I think they have a legitimate shot of beating Ole Miss in the quarterfinals on Wednesday, but I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to pull the trigger on taking them to win yet. Um, Come back tomorrow and listen to what I have to say, uh, recap and looking ahead to the next day, uh, because it's going to get very interesting as we go throughout this week. Uh, Jesse Harper's two-run homer gives Arizona the split at Oregon with a 2-0 win. Frankie Hamude's three-run homer walked it off for Oregon State as they won their series at home against Arizona State in a 5-3 victory. Again, very surprising. I didn't think Oregon State would win their series against Arizona State, given Arizona State's firepower in their offense. But, you know, that's why we love the game. You never know what can happen on any day. And lastly, Minnesota avoided the sweep at home. Uh, against Michigan with a 7-3 win on Sunday. Lastly, the last thing I have for you guys for tonight is notable games that aren't in conference tournaments for this week. Illinois will play a four-game set at Iowa. That's pretty big for the Big Ten. Um, I think that could be a de facto eliminator. Um... I think Illinois has to at least win three games to even be considered for the NCAA tournament. Um, Iowa, I think, would have to sweep if they want any hope of making the NCAA tournament. So, we'll see how that series plays out. I think Illinois is the better team, so I would take Illinois to win that series. Another big one, Nebraska at Northwestern for four games. Um, Nebraska really needs this. Northwestern, I think, is in the tournament right now. I'm not going to be 100% confident with that, but I think Northwestern is in for me personally. Um, But I think Northwestern will cement their place in the tournament by winning this series at home against Nebraska. Uh, I mentioned the Big West standings earlier. Uh, Cal State, Fullerton, and Long Beach State on top. Cal State Fullerton will travel to Long Beach State for th- four games this weekend. Um, if Long Beach State wins two games, or if they split, Cal State Fullerton's the title winner. If it's... Oh, God. They're both really solid. Cal State Fullerton hasn't... I mentioned... Hasn't lost a game in conference this season yet, so... This matchup is going to be very intriguing to watch. Um, oh, God. Uh, Cal State Fullerton will lose a game in this series. I will guarantee that. Uh, I think it's going to be a series split, and Cal State Fullerton will walk away the Big West champions and go to the NCAA tournament. But I think Long Beach State should at least be considered. I don't think they'll make it, but I think they should at least be considered. I already mentioned Fresno State locked up the Mountain West Conference, but San Diego State's looking to put one final stamp on the season at home against Fresno State. 
for three games. Um, how much is Fresno State really playing for here? Uh, I don't. I'm not entirely sure. Um, but San Diego State, if they want any hope of going to the tournament, they got to sweep this series. I still don't think it'll happen though. Ultimately, I think San Diego State just falls a bit short of making the tournament. And then the last one, quite possibly the biggest one that's not in a conference tournament, or no, easily the biggest series of this weekend that's not in a conference tournament, UCLA at Arizona for four games. Fantastic series. You got hitting, you got pitching, I mean, you got defense, I mean, you got everything you could possibly want in a series to wrap up the regular season in the Pac-12 UCLA will lose at least one game in this series. I will go as far to say as Arizona will force a series split at home against UCLA 2-2. Two two. That is all I have for you this week, guys. Or not this week, excuse me. That's all I have for you tonight. Come back to me tomorrow. I'll recap the day that we had in conference tournaments. Look ahead to Wednesday's games. And you know what? There's a lot of games that's coming on ESPN Plus, ESPN 3, ACC Network, SEC Network. All of them are coming very soon. So do your best to watch as many games as you can and enjoy the softball because there's going to be tons of it. Mayhem is here. Looking forward to seeing how this week turns out. We'll have an episode every night. Um, or I'll have an episode out every night for you. Enjoy your enjoy the day tomorrow. Watch some softball if you can. Um, I know it's early matchups. Not great necessarily matchups. But, you know, any softball can be good softball. Just got to enjoy it. <clears throat> but that's all I have for you tonight. We'll see you again tomorrow with some more uh, some more conference tournament news and all, all that good stuff. So have a great day, everyone, and I'll see you again tomorrow night. Thank you, and have a great day.